Adam busy. Who busy? Corey busy. Who busy? We busy. Who, 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 who? We, 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 we busy, 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 busy. That's a wrap. Welcome to another episode of the Busy Boys Podcast, where Corey and I talk about getting busy. Corey, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm, I'm a little busy myself. Nice. Always staying busy. <laughs> no. Uh, so in today's show, uh, we're going to explore the Joe Rogan fan fiction that we've promised to write uh, two episodes ago. Uh, we briefly described the story arc uh, on on that episode, but on this one, we've actually put together a little bit of the first scene. It's 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 fleshed out. I um, I'm writing it right now, but maybe we'll trade. We'll see. Uh, but I'm getting super wordy, and I didn't get very far in terms of where the story needs to be going. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wrote like you know a solid page and a half but we're really not out of the first scene here so i I don't think this is going to be a short story this is going to be a short novel (laughs) that's fine it takes time it takes time exactly um and you know there's going to be during the editing process i'm sure a lot of this will get cut out as well Mm. um so maybe just to remind the rogans what we briefly discussed uh the last uh, go around was that oh and i should say that the only reason we're doing this is because we're trying to get joe rogan to shout us out so that our podcast will be more popular yeah that's, um, yeah, that's the only reason totally not because it, we just want to make this weird fan fiction story and just really spill our hearts and guts out everywhere. exactly uh actually on a on a related note uh when we came up with this idea it was just in a vacuum, you know, it was it was on this show, and in the meantime, I've went on Apple Podcasts to see if anybody else is doing a show about Joe Rogan, and guess what? They they are. There's like two. Oh, <laughs> there's two shows about it, and one of them I think is pretty much a digest of the Joe Rogan show, which again we said we're totally not gonna do, and then the other one is just someone fact checking. I think Joe Rogan and. The reviews are pretty pr- pretty bad, I think, for both of those. People are kind of just upset with the fact that they had to listen to it and it's wasting their time. So I think I think we're doing a value add here. It's not just, you know, we're not like r- trying to write his coattails by not doing anything. I think by creating a short story and, you know, animating it, there's there's value to be had there. Maybe it'll be enjoyable or funny or whatever. We're putting um, our own spin on it. Exactly, yeah. So I don't think this for is... For better or for worse. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, we're spinning it. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, I think what we're doing here is is, is valuable. Uh, so, so the story arc that we kind of came up with last time is Joe Rogan goes on an elk hunt with his dog, Marshall. I looked up the name in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, okay, I was going to say, I don't know who Marshall. Okay. I think it's a golden retrieval, retriever named Marshall. Okay. Um, and then out. we said that... The dog's definitely gonna die, and <laughs> it's gonna get killed by aliens, and that's going to create uh, motivation for Joe Rogan to find the aliens. And I think the last time either uh, said kill them or fuck them, and Eddie, our, our guest, said why not both. And I'm like, wow. Um, so who knows how the story will end? We don't know uh, yet. No, 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 we don't. Um, but it's going to be fun to brainstorm. I think. And how far I got in in the plot is basically it's you know. The crack of 4 a.m. 
everything's quiet, but Joe Rogan's already, you know, cranking out um, kettlebell sets. <laughs> He's working out. He's super excited because today's a special day. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it Elksgiving, the first day of the elk hunting season. Oh, that's cute. I like yeah, that. Uh-huh, November 1st. Um, I, I go through a few things that, uh, that are his favorites that it is not. Um, and then usually I say that... Uh, I say that usually he's joined by his friends, but this this year his friends didn't join him for Sober October. And this has really happened. Like he, he does Sober October with a couple of comedians. Mm-hmm. And this time around, they said he, they're not going to do it. So he's not going to take them hunting. Instead, it's just him and his dog. Guess how that will uh, that, how that will end up. And then I go into a little short paragraph as to uh, to to build a bond between Joe and Marshall to, to mm-hmm. show the reader how they saved like for example like I, at one point i go you know uh, the, the bond between uh, between the two is indescribable there was that one time joe rogan fell in the well and his, his dog marshall saved him you know they've right. been through some things um and then yeah i have a couple of things that i'm going to incorporate into the story but i think you have a couple of ideas so maybe uh run them past me and we'll we'll kind of uh either add them in or shoot them down immediately <laughs> Yes, for sure. No, not that one. <laughs> so, yeah, and I, I like that. I, I like that you had the rough draft kind of going and the plot points. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> But this is a Busy Boys product, so we need kind of both of us to share some ideas. And product. as you said, we don't have to take everything in. But I think we're pretty good at throwing a lot of stuff out and seeing, praying anything sticks. Mm-hmm, but for sure. I did like... Yes, one of the things you talked about is we have to show the audience like their bond, Joe mm-hmm. Rogan and the dog. So you you talked about a well incident. I mm-hmm. I do like a, maybe a flashback or so, but I okay, think a I think and I'm not trying to think too far ahead, but I think we need to establish right away where he's talking to someone or he's having a flashback where he's talking to someone. There's talking going Acid on. Acid flashback. Right away, yeah. Before they even start hunting, it's just has to drip. Joe knows um, drugs. Trust me. This is this is this this plays in. You know. But I think, and I'm not trying to. You have to set this up early, okay? Mm-hmm. Not trying to think too far ahead. We have to maybe have a saying that he uses, and then okay. it comes back later at the end of the story. So okay. maybe he's talking about the flashback with his dog, and he's trying to describe, or at least saying something that describes how much he loves this thing. Like this dog is my life. Mm-hmm. or this dog goes where I go or mm. something along those lines. You know, he's telling someone maybe, maybe it's got to be a little bit catchier than that. All right. So what you're saying is that uh, he needs a saying that he can uh, one demonstrate to everybody how much he loves the dog and be honor him after he passes away. And Joe is seeking vengeance. Well, I know that. And there's probably going to be where it comes back. At the end, like a battle cry. That's it. Could be that, yeah. But it comes back at the end, so Mm -hmm. get the people. uh, We get the audience emotionally invested, where they Mm -hmm. go, "Hey, I've heard that before. That was at the beginning of the story." Yeah, yeah. That's that's good writing. It's a callback. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you said more catchy. What uh, me and what's it, Marshall? Marshall and I got bite. What do you want? How catchy do you want? I mean, that's good. It's just, it's just, um, it's still a little long, you know. I think, I think we'd do better. Um, so you just want him to bark too, and then Marshall barks. 
Uh, I mean, hold, hold one single, up. One Wheels are spinning now. now. Wheels are spinning. <laughs> what, what if he says something in a dog-like fashion? Like, you know, oh, like, ahead, like sure. hold up, yeah. like, like, you know, Frosty Flakes, the, the tiger says they're great, you know? Sure. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, like that. <laughs> okay. Uh... Um, there's, there's, there's a primitive aspect to it, you know? He goes full dog when he says it. So uh, they both like take a piss at the same time? <laughs> okay. I mean, sure. There could be a gesture involved. <laughs> I just want something to mm-hmm. establish their connection and then it it's going to be a callback later. This mm-hmm. is this is called good writing. Mm-hmm. Good boy, Marshall. A good boy. Mm-hmm. Say wait, say it again. Uh, good boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a good boy. Good boy. It's simple, but I think it gets the job done. Yeah, good boy. Um I'm going to write that down. Mhm. Do better than that. What else do you say to a dog? Good boy. Bad boy. <laughs> Bad boy. <laughs> wow. We're really pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. Good boy. boy. Bad boy. Sit. <laughs> uh, stay. Mm, okay. Uh, let's, pass, let's... Me, pass me the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel as though I just set the bar way too high when I said it. It has to express how much it loves him and honor his memory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe we need to aim low, you know. Good boy, best boy, best boy, best boy, um, greatest boy. Ooh, hear me out now. Okay, at the beginning, this and this is not just good writing, or so I'm told. This is this this is it evolved too. Where in mm-hmm. the beginning he called him best boy, mm-hmm. and then. When there's a callback later near the end of the short story, that's when he upgrades to greatest boy. Mm. Tear coming down his cheek. Mm. I think we should go from good boy to best boy because good boy is something you'd expect him to say. And then best boy is when it's kind of like, oh. Mm. Well, if you want a bigger jump, how about we start with bad boy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he loves his dog. So why would he call him bad? Come on. Stick stick to the script. Or we can say it sarcastic way. Like they joke around all the time. You're bad oh, no. boy. What, is, what does the dog say to him? <laughs> hey, we're just brainstorming. I, I he agree. Sarcastically calls him right. bad boy. Marshall sarcastically takes a dump on his couch. Yeah. <laughs> Good boy into best boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. writing that down. We'll keep that in mind because, like I said, I think it's going to be a thing later. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not trying to tease anything because we literally don't have anything more than what we just said out loud. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be a callback, and it's going to be emotionally uh, charged for the mm-hmm. audience. Yeah, best boy. Mm. I'm, yeah. I have a tear brewing right now. <laughs> we love you, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like a saying, I could, I could, I could, I could, you know, I feel as though we need to have like real literary stuff in here, like metaphors that span the entire story you know not like mm. a sentence or something not not that kind but like you know um joe's journey is a metaphor for making the most out of life depend no matter what your circumstances are mm. you know <laughs> who can argue against that, that yeah i'm just great. saying you know like his dog dies he's still gonna fuck some stuff up and live a good life 
So yeah. would he choose that to happen? No, nobody would. Okay. Well, what other themes do you want to see? How about that? Themes. Mm, okay. So we got to talk about themes. The dog connection. Uh, um, love of pets. Love of pets. Yes. Love of pets. Undying love of pets. Okay. Killing love of pets. Is that a theme? Killing love of pets? Mm, it. I upgraded from undying love of pets. Because there's a lot of dying in this Supposed story. Well, hold on. So you want to kill the love for your pet? Because undying makes sense. Like, it keeps going. No, but I meant, like, you project your undying love. And How about people. unkilling? Unkill. Well, I mean, makes sense. Mm. <laughs> unkilling love of pets. All right. That's, I, I, I'm already going to forget what that means, right? So. <laughs> yeah, without context, it's kind of confusing. Undying. Undying um, love of pets. All right. Uh a uh, story of perseverance. Yeah. No, no matter the odds. Friendship. I think he's going to... I think Joe is going to be saved by one of his friends in a very, like, life and death situation after his, you know, dog can't mm. help him anymore. Mm. But then the friends die, too. I mean, like, we're, we're going to... Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, friendship. There you go. It's a story of friendship. <laughs> winning uh against the odds i like the whole against yeah. the odds kind of thing. there's gonna be a lot of aliens uh how many i think we mentioned before he's gonna be snapping a lot of necks and backs and right yeah um how, did you how, much? <laughs> how much is too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah how much can we fit into a short story probably well, a lot i mean uh if you recall i do believe uh, will smith killed Probably a million of them with a well-placed nuclear weapon in uh, Independence yeah. Day. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think we want to go that big, or do we? That's. Well, I'm just saying that's the ceiling. That's the ceiling. We don't have to. That's the ceiling. That's fine. Yeah, so yeah. we have to be somewhere between one death, one kill, and a million. Okay. Well, let's let's be honest. One was never the floor. No. No, that's true. Um. Okay. So somewhere in the there's got to be a happy medium. You'll have to answer me this, though. Are we giving Joe Rogan a nuclear weapon in this story? Hmm. I just don't think that's very Joe Rogan esque. You mm-hmm. know, he's more Too about easy. yeah. He's he's more about hand to hand combat. You know, maybe some rudimentary weapons. Like I'm, 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 he's going bow hunting. You know, he's not, he's not right messing with the guns. So the wep- yeah, the weapons are his hands or a slight extension of it, like a knife. Yeah. But, I mean, we could still have, you know, a scenario where they're just lining up and he's just snapping them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to really go into detail about all the kills. We can... Yeah, just, no, no, no. We can you know, graze over some of the snap necks. Yeah, as he's, you know, for example, he, as he looks over the 50 dead aliens he just snapped. Mm-hmm. That's it. You established he just killed 50 in a second. How about 300? How about 300? Like the movie? Yeah, yeah, but it's just one man now. Not, not... 300 against a million. It's one against 300. Seems like it would be a fair fight for Rogan. Well, it's good to set parameters. Now we know how many kills we have to include. Exactly. Got to work our way backwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a mystery novel. (laughs) I mean, that could be, you know, the second act. We just uh, write a completely different style of book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the the, la- the last one, part three, is just a coloring book. There's <laughs> very few. It's multimedia. Yeah, it's it's, it's short, short essay, then uh, choose your own adventure, then uh, color book. Hmm. 
I've always okay. wanted to write one of each. So <laughs> well, now's the time. Yeah. Okay. So we have him. What kind of conflict off the bat is the first conflict just going to be the aliens or is there something we could do to like, well, more established Marshall and Rogan's bond? Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, there's a classic like external conflict, internal conflict. And I don't know, there's like, like man against the world, man against man, then man against himself or something. So hey, what do you think? He has like a, some sort of relationship with the dog that results in a conflict, but they how, bond mm, over it. How about this? Yeah. It's already been established. They're like best friends. Yeah. You've established, or we're just going to play. We'll just p- simply put in a, uh, Joe Rogan saying that out loud to himself, just so the readers know. Mar- yeah. Marshall's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna spell it out. <laughs> Marshall, um, I love you. So maybe he sees. Maybe this is it. Maybe he sees like the biggest elk he's ever seen in his life. Oh hell yeah! And they're doing a great job tracking it, trying to capture it. Trying. I don't really know hunting, so I'm just kind of throwing things out there. Yeah. But they're trying to get this elk. And he mentions numerous times, as many times as we want to put in there, how this is the trophy elk to get. Mm-hmm. Like, they would be famous, essentially, mm-hmm. if he got this. Yeah. But maybe either it could be that that's where the aliens jump in. Yeah, for sure. That, that could be the, the elk. You know, maybe Joe Rogan messed up and he snapped a twig under his boot and the elk ran away. Maybe the drugs got to them. Something where they don't capture this, el- yeah, this elk. Yeah, yeah. That's and, when the aliens come in, for sure. Okay. So, and again, not to jump too hard, too far ahead, but maybe to establish that he's come full circle and that Marshall is still with him in some way, mm-hmm. he catches that elk at the end of the story. Maybe it's like the story ends, the flash forward oh, yeah, yeah, later, yeah. he gets this trophy elk this and is, it's like it, he hangs it up on his wall and it's next to stuffed Marshall next to it. And then he just starts crying. And the alien. <laughs> Uh, so what you're talking about is uh, in, in a movie, this would be the post-credit scene. Well, I don't know if it has to be post-credit. It just has to be established that it's after the main climax and it's mm-hmm. kind of a yeah, resolved, yeah. emotional resolve of everything. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I like that. That's good. Yeah. So maybe that, that sets up the, another kind of conflict that gets resolved way down the line in this super long short story. <laughs> super long. Okay, you know something. Uh, if we post this in a in a matter of snippets, uh, what? And this is just something I will have to we'll have to apply this in the editing process. But it would be good if every blurb that we posted is a cliffhanger because it keeps people waiting for the right. blurb. You know, right? And they could even be like fake blurbs. You know, like even when things are going well. But then out of the corner of his eye, the thing appeared. And then next one is like, the thing was just Marshall holding an umbrella. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, people are like, I gotta see what's next. Oh yeah. Classic comic book style. Yeah. 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 But mm-hmm. yeah, just, just excessive cliffhangers. I think is what I'm trying to say here. And we could add those, I think after the fact, I think after we have a good meaty story, right. We right. Can add some great cliffhangers. But okay. some of them will be legit. Like, clearly the dog dying is going to be a cliffhanger, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sad. But... Yeah. But it's got to happen. I story. mean... Sake of the story. Yeah. I feel, no other way. Okay. So we established 
how to work in the relationship mm-hmm. when the aliens generally are going to attack. How, yeah. do, you, how do you see that happening? Um, you know, I mean, they're definitely going to be surprised by it. And what if the aliens are hunting elk too? <laughs> that's the, that's why they get involved. Yeah. Wow. And they're mad at Joe because they know Joe's like the, the best man. hunter in town. What? The man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So aliens get jealous of Joe's elk hunting abilities. Okay. okay. So we kind of have to build up the Joe elk hunting you know, uh, tail. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like maybe well, he like, maybe he like lands, he, he's going to British Columbia, by the way. Okay. <laughs> um, maybe he lands and there's a, like an elk hunting museum and they're just, it's all full of like Joe stuff. And he's like, yeah, you know, mm. I don't tell, I, I don't tell anyone about this back home. He's mm-hmm. real humble about it. Yeah. But he's, I, then he like points to one. He's like, I remember how that tasted. Yeah. He's like, and like, he like kills him in like real crafty ways. Like, you know, he, he snapped, one of their ankles and then followed it for a month until it limped stalked it and sent <laughs> yeah. letters saying i'm watching you yeah, yeah. i know <laughs> i know what you did he emailed the elk <laughs> in a menacing way <laughs> until the elk drove it it went crazy and killed he, itself he drove the elk to madness <laughs> <laughs> okay so the aliens get jealous yeah and can i ask you how do you picture that happening so they're hunting the the elk too let's just stick Mm -hmm. with that for a second Mm -hmm. um and we already said rogan's using a a bow bow and arrow Mm -hmm. what are the aliens using bow and arrow just like Uh... a little more sci-fi like it's spray painted silver or something (laughs) it's the same thing joe's got (laughs) but they just carved out alien bow inside of it (laughs) how about it's just a regular bow like a compound bow, but instead it's just a, a laser beam that they're somehow shooting. Okay. Laser bow. Yeah, we don't have to explain the logistics of it. Right. We just have to say that's what they're doing. It's there it's it's alien. It's there's no explaining it. Unless we yeah. think of something later, then we'll do it. Exactly. So laser bow on the aliens. Yeah. Um Ooh, maybe you know, hey, maybe that's how their first scene where you know, Joe is lining up his shot. Mm-hmm. He's tracking this. Marshall waiting patiently, either turned on his belly because he's stoned out of his mind or having a bad reaction. But Marshall's there. Mm-hmm. And then Joe's looking at this elk, lining up his shot. And then he just sees a laser beam shoot at the elk. And we're mm-hmm. like, he's like, what is that? Well, hold on. The elk doesn't get shot because he gets. No, no, he misses. Later. He misses. Oh, Maybe that's okay. when Joe steps on the twig. Okay. Or maybe uh, Marshall in his uh, losing his mind, bad trip, barks, and the elk runs away. And that's what makes the alien miss a shot. But you you see the laser first. And you're like, what is that? And that's what Joe says. He goes, hmm, what is that? And so wait, do the the aliens kill kill Marshall because he scared the elk? Or because they hate Joe Rogan? can't it be it could be both we don't have to we will spell it out we don't have the elk to. okay and yeah the alien says that he goes i hate you joe rogan mm-hmm. for sure yeah i'm gonna kill your dog because i hate you i see i feel as though joe has to suffer on his own a little bit too you know so they kill the dog and clearly there's a big you know 
scene of anguish from from or maybe he doesn't even realize maybe he just like sees the dog get hurt you know what they could do and they do this in a lot of movies Mm -hmm. um where the hero in the first encounter gets his ass whipped yeah no for sure yeah and comes back stronger so maybe they're bombarded with these aliens and it they're roughed up and Joe's like left for dead. And that's when he comes to, and then, then he finds Marshall. Well, he sees Marshall like in the distance and he's like, I got to go get Marshall. He's probably just a little ass whoop too. <laughs> a little ass whoop. But then when that's when he goes over and finds that he's not just ass whooped, he's <laughs> dead. So then Joe gets his ass kicked. Joe already got his ass kicked. Oh, I they, see, get, I they get jumped. He gets rocked. <laughs> get jumped by the aliens. <laughs> he gets rocked. But when he comes to, that's when he finds Marshall and then finds he's dead. Because then he can have his private moment of anguish. Mm-hmm. He can say stuff out loud about how he's going to get revenge. Whatever mm-hmm. we want to throw in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how bad is Joe beat up? And how does he... Do, do we need like a, what's called a scene where he's like montage, you know, of him doing stuff to get into ass oh, yeah. shape? Well, Joe's right. He is roughed up, but the thing is, the aliens think he's just a normal human, so mm-hmm. they think they killed him. Mm-hmm. But Joe's Joe; he's not going to die. No, no, no. Uh, he just slowed down his heart rate to trick the aliens into thinking that. Uh... Yeah, his body went into defense mode. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm thinking, yeah, he goes through some sort of uh, rehab training process and then finds the aliens again. Like maybe he gets into a Tesla helicopter, you know, mm. or spaceship. Yeah. I mean, what is, what is, okay. So they go hunting, Joe's down and out, dog dies. Then he's got to go lick his wounds and uh, train up to be better. So two questions, what does he do to train and B, how does he find the aliens again? We could probably incorporate like a classic MacGuffin thing where he has to find that first in order to find the aliens. Okay. And that's how he's going to, he has to first track down something to mm-hmm. then track down the aliens. Okay. So it's a bit of a little mini, mini, mini quest. A classic MacGuffin. It, okay. it's, it's only a plot device to move the plot forward. Gotcha. But what does he do to train? Okay. So that's how he finds the aliens. That's good. And we can work in some, another celebrity here. Mm-mm. What does he do to train besides his regular, I don't know, jujitsu stuff? Or is it just maybe he just does a lot more jujitsu? Maybe he's like, oh, if my jujitsu was better, this would have never happened. Yeah. Where he's, he's doubting himself. Yeah. Cause he's like, I should have been better. Marshall, it's my fault. And he has very, just agonizing traumatic scene guilt he has he's carrying guilt with him yeah oh maybe that could be another theme letting go of guilt oh wow that's good <laughs> forgiveness <laughs> perseverance friendship forgiveness wow we're we're hitting everything all the high notes okay so what does he do to train i think it's got to be it's got to be physical and spiritual so i think maybe do you think he does a lot of drugs or does he go no drugs to you know cleanse the body we could probably incorporate where it's one than the other he has to clear his body of all oh he has to clear a his huge body. dose of drugs he's gonna yeah. empty the cup yes yeah he has to clear his system of all drugs mm-hmm. so then he can take the right drugs and a lot of them you know vikings did take psychedelic mushrooms before they went to battle so i feel as though this this part just writes itself yeah, I think we, I think it's too simple, um, but we have to use it because it just makes sense. Yeah, 
uses uh, mushrooms to go into Viking mode. <laughs> <laughs> and I want him to say that too. I want the audience to know that's what's going to happen. I'm going into Viking mode. Yes. <laughs> For you, Marshall, I love you. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned that already in the story. But it's true. Totally love you, dog. Man, Man. I hope I-, I let go of this guilt pretty <laughs> soon. <laughs> he just, he makes it real simple. Like, yeah, yeah. I, he just, oh, he just I hope says what's happening. I hope when I complete my mission, this guilt goes away and I'm forgiven. And I For- forgive myself. Foreshadow. Mm. Yeah, send it up. That's good. That's good. Okay. We, we we mentioned, and this could be like a you know, we said he talks to another um, celebrity. Yeah. Who who are you picturing? Well, it's gotta be. I think it's gotta be people that he like already adores. So Elon Musk is. I'm gonna already call him out because okay, because Joe Rogan's taken a uh, pre-sale version of the Tesla truck to to go okay. hunting. Okay. <laughs> um, but he can come back and. Uh, but uh, we can we can pull in anybody. Uh, well, what do you have in mind? We make a lot of references to Ghost the movie. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Of, yep. I mean, read my mind. Yeah, uh, Whoopi for sure. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. What other? Yeah, you know what? Uh, cameos. Who who do we want cameoing? Yeah. Who says so, that that could be? Who says that has to be the only celebrity? Maybe they're yeah. all together. Okay, so yeah, Whoopi Goldberg, Elon Musk, and Joe Rogan just <laughs> hanging out together. But they know why Joe's there, right? And that that maybe that's maybe that's how we can really push the whole themes of the story too, because they're the ones saying that, like Joe, you know, instead of Joe saying it, because maybe he doesn't realize it this time. Maybe like Whoopi is the one who's like Joe. When you complete your mission, the guilt will go away, yeah, and you can forgive yourself. She's the she's like an oracle, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Elon Musk, Whoopi Goldberg. There's there's some other guys you don't know, but he talks about this guy David Goggins. He's like a motivational speaker. Um, so I'm gonna pull him in. His comedian friends, I forgot their names. Um, Ari Shafir, Kanye West, maybe Dana White. He's the UFC president. Who do, who trains him? He needs a Yoda type character in his life. Mm. Is, it, is that Whoopi Goldberg? No, she's she's just more the device to say what the sh- what the short story is really the themes. Mm. So who's who's someone you wouldn't anticipate having the skill set Joe Rogan needs to you know? Um... Manny Pacquiao. I he, would expect he, him to have the skill set. <laughs> yeah, I think he's he's got he's you know Manny. Joe Rogan. He knows. A lot of moves, but boxing mm-hmm. is one that the aliens would never suspect. No, oh, clearly, yeah. Or Tyson Fury—that's that's someone he who he's had on the podcast. Oh, there you go. He's yeah. bald too, just like Joe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot in common. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The aliens will never suspect the sweet science. No, the sweet science. All right. So Tyson Fury trains him in boxing. So maybe it's not jujitsu that he needs to be better at. Maybe it's boxing. Yeah, because Joe's already like the best at that. Probably. Yeah, he, he maybe he's shocked that skills. his jujitsu wasn't enough. His stand-up game was lacking. Yeah, yeah. Or does he go on a tour and like does he like find a, one of the greats in every? No, nah, it's gonna be a little too long of a side quest. Yeah. Plus, it took us a, a hot minute to think of 
uh, a fury to train him too. So yeah, weird. I mean, and if it takes a minute to think of something for to make a story good, <laughs> that means we spent too long. <laughs> Got to move on. Yeah, I guess Manny Pacquiao prepares him physically, and maybe Whoopi Goldberg prepares him prepares him mentally. Yeah, yeah. mental trainer. She says like his life coach. There you go for killing aliens and getting revenge or letting go. Of, I don't know. Everything mental. Who else? So uh, mental. I guess that's that's enough. Physical and mental. I think so. It covers everything I can think of. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Uh, okay, so that's how he trains. And then he finds a MacGuffin, uh, some sort of alien map. But I feel as like we can get more creative with that. Who does he go to get the alien map from, or where? Who or where? I feel it's might it might be a little cliched, but Area Fifty One. No, I like it. Oh, that's a, that's a very good. He he he. Remember, he almost like organized the run on on Area Fifty One. Mm-hmm. Area Fifty One. Wow, that I mean, yeah, I can't actually, believe anything yeah. is where he like, needs to go. And that's when he's like, I knew we should have went there before, right? But now's the time. Yeah, and we we can think of something better than a map. It could be some sort of homing beacon or. Mm. Or uh, yeah, or maybe that's where just where there's another alien spaceship that you know can take him to the aliens. Maybe that's where the original alien from Roswell resides, and he Joe knows that this guy knows where these other aliens are, and he has yeah. to tor- torture this alien. Hold, well, hold up, I was gonna say interview, but <laughs> <laughs> it's the, yeah, but he needs to he, but he interviews him on his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that everybody can know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, obviously, if this alien's been around since you know the '60s, then yeah, he's probably good. He's on our side. So, Joe, yeah, perhaps. <laughs> Joe will find out. Yeah, clearly. Well, I think after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he he complies. Okay, good. So he interviews the original Area 51 alien on his podcast. <laughs> Yeah. What if he doesn't even break in? He just uses his internet notoriety to reach out to Area 51 and they let him interview him. I would not believe that if it was not Joe Rogan. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he just he yeah, he's like, okay, I gotta I gotta figure this stuff out. Um all right. And that's pretty much okay. So I didn't tell you, but I, I did kind of structure this in terms of three acts and I named them. Um and I think we fleshed out one and two, and then three needs to be discussed. But act one is the sorrow. Mm. Act two is the path. Mm-hmm. And then act three is the vengeance. I like that. So I, I like feel that. as though the path is the training and finding the alien. Yeah. And then, again, copious cliffhangers have to be sprinkled throughout. What's the character limit on a Instagram post? I think it's pretty long. Um hmm. Uh, okay, so you want to discuss the vengeance? Well, naturally, yeah, of course. Okay, so how... Okay, so he finds the aliens using whatever. He's got a he's got a spaceship from Tesla, and he knows where to go because of the Alien 51 Alien podcast interview. <laughs> how do you politely interviewed and got the... Yeah, yeah, he, he extracts the information with his interview skills. Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, we don't have... We, we already know we're establishing how... He could use brute force, but not on not for that. Wow, he doesn't need to. Exactly, he's smart. He, he finesses the information yeah. out. Yeah, skills. All right, that's good. 
and then he goes to okay does he go to the alien ship what does he find them what does what does he find them in space or on the ground or does we want to take it from the space to the ground on the international space station which i don't think is up anymore is it that's what they want you to think it yeah. is because the aliens oh. took it over so what is the thing that fell down like 20 years ago <laughs> uh haley's comet no it was like man-made anyway <laughs> Whatever. I don't keep track of space stuff. <laughs> if it's up there now, we're bringing it down in the story. <laughs> uh, but maybe that's the thing. They took over the International Space Station. There you go. There. So, in... you, wait, hold on. You think there's, we can fit 300 of them in there? <laughs> it's bigger than they let You'd on. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 they're in there now. They're in the ISS. So, so maybe we should talk about the aliens a little bit more. What do they look like? What are they? What's their agenda? Um, are they just, you know, really big into elk hunting, and that's why they're they come right. to Earth? Right. Well, uh, what do you what do you pick? What do you picture? You know, I don't want to go for the stereotypical skinny alien with a big head. You know, I don't know why. Do so you want fat ones with a little head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the inverse. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. We, we could make them. We can make them look any way we want to. So, uh, do they speak English? How about this? Is the first question. Unknown. Unknown. Well, we're gonna have to know <laughs> if we're gonna write this damn story. <laughs> mm. I think mm-hmm. yes. Just, just to you know. I think, yeah, I think yeah. they they know it enough. They've been elk hunting enough to. Yeah. It's broken English, but they still speak it. Yeah. Uh, they speak English. They're here to just for the elk hunt. Okay. Uh, are they just mean? Are they, they just—they're misunderstood. I think um, uh, the elk hunting is like their thing. That's why they traveled. You know, I think I think they have to have some sort of like huge character flaw. Like they have like really thin skin. You know what I mean? Or. Uh, and like if they get made fun of, they just ooh, they just go crazy, and maybe if they feel they're being outdone, outshined. Yeah. What if what if them killing Marshall was just a like a big misunderstanding? But at this point, Joe Rogan doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they they thought Marshall was making fun of them. Okay, I, I'll ride with that. Yeah. <laughs> thought. I was going to go the route of they're kind of like akin to the predator where they just really like trophies and they knew mm-hmm. that elk was just going to just okay. make them, make them inter- intergalactically famous. Yeah. And Marshall had to fuck it up and that's yeah. why they just went in a rage. But I also like that. The, it, the misunderstanding, some kind of misunderstanding would be good. Yeah. Cause that could give Rogan down near the end kind of a uh, conflict where mm-hmm. he finds out that it was a big misunderstanding. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. But does he care? Hmm. No. Not. Well, I don't know. What if that, what if, you know, Joe Rogan's a good guy? What if, like, he, like as he kills the last one, he's like, uh, our bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or they find out there's another flashback, and they find out it really wasn't the aliens at all. It was the elk went crazy. What if it was Joe himself? He was so <laughs> drugged out. Uh no, hold on. That's, gotta, yeah, we yeah. we want to build up. Well, we do want a plot twist. I feel as though now that I think about uh, it, what's our plot twist? 
What's our plot twist? It was Wolpe Goldberg the whole time. <laughs> She's also an, an elk hunter. Mm-hmm. She was at the scene. We need a good plot twist. Something that we didn't know all along. I mean, the, the, the craziest thing would be is if Joe found out that it was actually him. I know, but I, we don't want to destroy our character. Uh, I'm not unless we want to drive him to madness. Mm. Yeah, but no, and I don't like. I don't love that either. Um, so yeah, maybe they, the aliens don't speak English, and that's why he's just busy killing. And he, uh, we need to set the scene for like how he gets in there and you know messes stuff up. How, how is he gonna? He's gonna get him with boxing. So he's just uppercuts. I think Kill, killer yeah. uppercuts. Yeah, he's uh, speed bagging the alien's little head. <laughs> So is that what they're going to look like? Uppercuts. Um, maybe we could describe them vaguely and then let the, you know. Audience decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we could even like maybe like allude to somebody, you know. Oh, yeah. We can say like the aliens had kind of big heads, but they was also kind of small. And they were not skinny, but not fat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And they looked like a dog, except for when they looked like a human. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Killer uppercuts is how he gets them. Um, He had uh, make he makes a few of them submit too, because he just he does still have his old skills. Yeah, he makes them tap Tap out, but then like. (laughs) But then, like, Joe Rogan still kills him. He still, like, snaps next, even yeah. though... He's, he says he's, something he... catchy, like, I don't see no ref. <laughs> oh! Wow! <laughs> That's good. That's good. I don't see that. Yeah. He needs... He definitely needs little, you know, 80s mo- movies, uh, action movie-style yeah. call-outs, like, stick around, or I'll be back, mm-hmm. or something, yeah. you know? And then he's well, back. Right. Like, welcome yep. to my... Welcome to my octagon. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> In this octagon, there are no rules. <laughs> As he stabs the alien. Um, what else? Uh, one of his mighty uppercuts, either the head explodes or, you know, falls off Mortal Kombat style, something. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, like, yeah. welcome to my ring. He welcomes them a lot. Welcome. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of welcome. Um, in my octagon drawn rules. I don't see no ref. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's, who's, who's the main boss, you know? We still okay, so we're gonna vaguely describe the aliens, but maybe the boss is just you know like a human, or a sort of human, sure, or at least looks like a human. But it's always an alien, know. but but it's it's a human, you know, like someone. Who do you think is Joe Rogan's nemesis? Mm. We should know this. So we know the stuff he likes. What's the kind of stuff he doesn't like? Could be a rival podcaster. Okay, yeah. But who's like a rival for Joe Rogan? Us? It's us. <laughs> it is us. Yeah. It's it's a two headed alien. It's a I conjoint wrote, twin alien. Corey and Adam. <laughs> Coram. 
Coram. Coram. That sounds alien. Yeah. Coram. Yeah. That's, that's better than Addy. <laughs> I, I didn't suggest Addy. <laughs> I was thinking about it. That's good. Because the one thing I had written down going into this episode is we had to inject ourselves into it as much as possible. Oh, yeah. Good. So if we're the rivals. We're the, we're the main boss. Yeah. Yeah. Coram. It's going to be like hyphenated, you know? Oh, completely. Coram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it is. Uh, so it's just one person, or is it two, or is it shapeshifter? One... Could be, yeah. Or one person with a holograph <laughs> <laughs> of themselves that follows them like a shadow, but the holograph looks like me. Ah. Uh, well. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I did like when you mentioned that it's like a combination of us, just like our names, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all our best features, like my face, my body, my brain, my, right. my right. Yeah, personality, my... Um, yeah, just, all, just just 50-50 split between the two of us. Yeah, but then, but then my, like, I'm taller than you, so that it's a yeah. little taller than yeah. normal. Yeah. You're taller, so you, people know it's not really you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one inch is... <laughs> It's more more than one, but yeah, okay. I like where this is going. We could take your beard, all right? Okay. Coram. All right. So what's what's our special skill? Uh, boxing defense. <laughs> yeah, we're really good at defending ourselves. We we're, have no attack, but our defenses. No attack. But we're good at dodging. Dodge, <laughs> blocking. Taking shots. Yeah. So how does he defeat us though in spectacular fashion i mean um yeah what is what is his fatality um what if he gives us an uppercut and it goes through our jaw so that he can use us as a puppet and then like he tells a really bad joke and then he just rips our head off i i like that and i'm really happy you said through the jaw not how a normal puppet works. How a normal puppet works. <laughs> okay. Uh, so impales us with an uppercut. Because he found our one weak spot. <laughs> the taint. <laughs> how, how did he know? Yeah, the, the taint. Whoopi Goldberg told him. <laughs> the taint and tells oh that's good that's good too to jump back a little foreshadowing Mm -hmm. um because he's like training and he asks her for like any other advice and she's like Mm -hmm. i think your training is complete but then she like cup checks him and he's she's like you should always be prepared and he's like "Hmm, interesting (laughs) why was that cup check so far back (laughs) he thinks to himself that was a deep cup check (laughs) she almost (laughs) made it an oil check but not quite Deep cup check from Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> but it still there still has a lot to happen between him arriving at the space station and us getting to us. You know, like mm-hmm. he's 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 gonna go through some shit here for sure. You know, oh yeah, yeah. He just has he just has like fists and what about what's one weapon that he could have that would just be ridiculous? And, you know, like he just has like fists and grenades or something or. His fists and yeah, a mace like on a chain. He's swinging yeah. it. Yeah, 
wildly. Or maybe he like what 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 about if he is like a mace? I mean, uh, his fists and a shield. He <laughs> <laughs> <So it> covers <laughs> everything. That's it. <laughs> you know, he has like a Viking style wooden shield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just a fist. Just imagine him like blocking shots with one arm and then uppercutting with the other. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm picturing it. <laughs> uh, fist and shield. It's got like Marshall's face on it or something. Marshall's yeah. blood. It's 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 painted in Marshall's blood. Yeah, like a paw print, a bloody paw print on it. Yeah, oh, that's good. Uh, that's that's good. Do you okay? Do you think maybe? Um, no, hold up. Uh, do you think Joe Rogan has war paint on his face, and the war paint is really Marshall's blood? I think that's where the paw print goes. Yeah, Ooh, <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot here. There's, I think we need to flesh out the 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 carnage scene. You know, yeah, we already yeah. have. Yeah, and we need a plot twist. We need carnage. I don't know. That's okay. It's, we have a lot of good stuff here, so we can figure out. Trust me, this, this gives me a lot to write. Yeah, maybe fighting scene and the plot twist is another episode. Um. Yeah. 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 We can wrap it up. Okay. Well, let's let's save the rest for next time. Um. Don't be in a tizzy. We keep it busy. Whoopi Goldberg, everyone.